Hello, welcome to Strange Love of Movies. My name is Olivia Martinez and I'm here with my co-host Oscar Martinez because it is our favorite time. It is Oscar time. That's right. It's my favorite time of the year. The Oscar nominations came out today. So this is an emergency episode that you have come to depend on us for our <laughs> expert. And brilliant. And semi-researched uh, movies, most of which we've seen. Most, yeah, for Most sure. Yeah. This is very exciting. The Oscar nominations came out this morning, Monday morning, and hopefully this will be uploaded very soon. And we're just going to kind of go in order and look at the nominations and talk them through. Let's start with Best Picture, which is obviously the most important category. And the nominations, basically, Best Picture is weird because you can have up to 10 nominations, but they don't always have 10 movies, which don't you think it's kind of dumb? Like, just award 10 movies or give 10 nominations. Why not? Yeah, it used to be just five films, mm -hmm. which was seemed kind of unfair because on any given year, there are going to be more than five films that are worthy of a nomination at least. Of course. So I think they need to have a set number instead of just this weird thing. This year, eight movies were nominated and there were a few snubs, which they easily could have nominated them. Doesn't mean they're going to win. So for Best Picture, the nominations are The Father... Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of Chicago 7. And that is very surprising. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom isn't there. One Night in Miami isn't there. The Five Bloods isn't there. The Father and Judas and the Black Messiah were not predicted to be in it. And Sound of Metal is this weird... Have you ever heard of that, Dad? No, it's about the heavy metal drummer, right? Mm -hmm, like, and he loses it, his hearing. And it's a, Is it a true story or is it... Probably not, but I'm sure that kind of happens a lot you know yeah. he's going deaf and yeah tyler and i want to see that soon. it's an amazon film right it is okay. it's on amazon prime we should check that one out because i've should. heard it's really good okay but that getting nominated for best picture is just crazy because it's such an indie and low budget kind of movie but that's exciting and then the father that's surprising because i mean it's based on a play and it hasn't gotten that much hype or anything because it really just features like three old white people <laughs> but actually olivia coleman's not that old yes she's not yeah, she's not at all. But still, it's exciting that it's there because the father is really good. Tyler and I saw that yesterday, and we're going to be podcasting that soon, so be on the lookout for that. And then Judas and the Black Messiah. Dad, do you want to talk about that? Oh, yeah. I thought that was great. I thought that was one of the best movies of the past year because of what the impact it had and what it had to say. And in some ways, better than um, a similar movie further down on the list, The Trial of the Chicago 7, takes place around a similar time. But this one seemed to have, make more of an impact. At least it did for me. I agree. And our podcast for that will be coming out soon. It hasn't yet, but we're postponing that until the Oscars get closer. And I'm super glad that it was recognized for Best Picture because people weren't sure because it came out later than most of these movies and it has more controversial subject matter. And it's kind of a cooler movie than some of these because the Oscars aren't that cool. <laughs> but it was also great to see Minari there because that was a really good movie. That was. It was a completely different pace, completely different topic, and yet very compelling. Yeah, very solid. Wait, wait, wait. You didn't mention Mank. Well, yeah, Mank is there, obviously. Obviously. You just like saying Mank. I do like saying Mank. Yeah, that's a very well-made movie. I think it's fallen between the cracks a lot. And it's actually the most nominated movie on this list. It, it was nominated 10 times for the Oscars. And I remember you, you, you called it because you said one of the reasons we needed to watch it, because it didn't sound all that appealing necessarily, fairly long, black and white, kind of slow was because it's probably going to be nominated for lots of Oscars, and you were absolutely right. Of course, but I don't know if it's going to win many awards, if any, really, because it's just so inside Hollywood. 
But I guess we'll see about it. Although Hollywood does like movies about itself where they come off as the, the heroes. So. I know they do, but I feel like the Academy's trying to be more revolutionary and different. I mean, Parasite won last year. Right. And if Mank, for some reason, won, that would be very back to their old form. But who knows? Mank is actually really good. Yeah. Okay, so then actress in a supporting role. We have Maria Baklova for Borat's subsequent movie film, Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy, Olivia Coleman for The Father, Amanda Seyfried, Seyfried, Seyfried? Seyfried. Seyfried for Mank, Yanyu Jung for Minari, which is amazing, the Grandma Minari. I'm so proud of her. We have the Minari podcast coming out this Saturday, which is really fun because that was a really great movie. And oh, I'm just so glad she got nominated. Glenn Close, that's an interesting one because I think she just won the Razzie. For, which is basically the anti-Oscars, like the worst performance of the year for right. this exact performance. And then she gets nominated for an Oscar. What is that? That happens sometimes. It does. I have no idea who's going to win this. Yeah, and this one, I, I think Amanda Seyfried will win because think about it, Mank, you're right. It's too, in some ways, Fincher director. I did mm -hmm. Fincher director, so it's, it's, it's very well done. But at the same time, it's too traditional in its own way. And yet, they like the young starlet and she's not that young she's not but she's been around a little bit but she's young enough and she did a great job she, she did, did a fantastic job uh portraying a an actress and those are tough tough sometimes an actress portraying an actress who may may not be that great and yet she she was uh very very convincing in that so I, I would think she's gonna win that yeah i think a lot of people thought that at first but then some other awards have happened and she hasn't won them but I could see the Oscars really liking her. And other than that, I think Olivia Coleman, she kind of just won for Best Actress a few years ago. And then the Grandma Minari, I think. She'd had a few more scenes. She mm -hmm. didn't have one killer like, oh my gosh, this is me going for the Oscar. <laughs> true, true. And I think the Academy is still kind of problematic. And since they don't really know who she is before this, she probably won't win. But sure. a lot of these women deserve it. So then Best Supporting Actor, Sasha Baron Cohen for Trial of the Chicago 7, Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah, Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night Miami, Paul Racy for Sound of Metal, and Lakeith Stanfield for Judas and the Black Messiah. That is a shock, a literal shock, because both of them, would you consider both of them supporting actors in Judas and the Black Messiah? No, I would consider them both leads. I know. And Daniel Kaluuya was kind of a lock to win Best Supporting Actor. But then with Lakeith also being nominated, they could split the vote. And that could be very, very problematic. Yeah, that is that is tough. Because both of them did a great job. But Lakeith hasn't been nominated for anything else but this random Oscar, which is surprising because he did a great job. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> International feature film, Another Round from Denmark, Better Days from Hong Kong, Collective from Romania, The Man Who Sold His Skin from Tunisia, and then Dad pronounced the last one because I'm not. Cuvitas Aida. From Bosnia and Herzegovina. And I think another round is a lock for this. I'm very glad that Minari wasn't nominated for this because it's clearly an American movie. Yeah, another round's gonna be a lock, I think. We're skipping around a little bit now because there's have so many different categories. And if we haven't seen the movies in them, it's kind of awkward for us to talk about it. But we'll try to see more of these movies, more of the documentaries and documentary shorts. So then when we have our Oscar prediction podcast in a few weeks, we'll be more educated. I will say one thing on the documentary feature. My octopus teacher is nominated and that was really, really good. That was on Netflix about this gentleman who was at a crossroads in his life and he befriends an octopus. And it's a true story. It's amazingly done and beautifully shot underwater. So I couldn't watch it because of my fear of octopi. Yes, the plural of octopus is octopi. 
That's a whole other podcast. Okay, so what do you think about the original song category? I don't know. I don't know any of these songs. And my thing is always, the songs that are nominated for these are always like credit songs or something. Like, they don't even use these songs in the actual movie. It's just in the credits, so it's kind of not worth it. Uh, what do you think? I'm, I don't have an opinion on any of them. Yeah, so basically it's Fight For You from Judas and Black Messiah, Hear My Voice from The Trail of the Chicago 7, Huzavik from Eurovision Song Contest, The Story of Fire Saga. Was that that? Yeah, that's that Will Ferrell ridiculous movie that came and went in the blink of an eye. Who was promoting that one? IOC from The Life Ahead, Speak Now from One Night in Miami. I'm guessing Speak Now will win because Leslie Odom Jr. sings it and he's from Hamilton and everyone loves him. Oh, he is? He, he does sing it? Mm-hmm, but I don't think he wrote it or anything. And is The Life Ahead, is that the one with Sophia Loren? That's what I'm wondering. I think it is. Then that's the one that won the Golden Globe. I see, okay. So then animated feature film, Onward, Over the Moon, Shaun the Sheep, Farmageddon. I haven't even heard of that. That sounds clever. Wolfwalkers and Soul. Ugh, Soul is definitely going to win that yeah, one. Yeah, although that Wolfwalkers gets a lot of attention. It and, is. And but... here's the thing about these nominations, that whether in years past, you would never have a chance to see any of these, especially short animated feature or whatever. Mm. That, and now with the streaming capabilities and the different, so many streaming options, you really have a chance to see just about everything that's nominated. It's really cool, yeah. And, I mean, nothing can beat Soul, really, just because the premise, Disney Pixar, it, it was just a perfect Oscar movie. It was a great film. It really was. Mother Thought Differently. Go listen to our Soul podcast. Yes, ooh, that was that was scary. We had a big schism in the whole strange love world. No, we really didn't. She actually liked the movie a lot, but she didn't think it was aimed at kids, which is exactly why the Academy will like it a lot. Okay, adapted screenplay, Borat subsequent movie film, The Father, Nomadland, One Night in Miami, The White Tiger. What? That's that movie with Priyanka, Nick Jonas's wife. Oh, I thought it wasn't about Joe Exotic. <laughs> no, that'd be amazing. Uh, adapted, I have no idea who's going to win that. Oh, Nomadland will win. Duh. They love Nomadland. Oh, yes. Of and that'll be an award for Chloe Zhao. Okay, original screenplay, Judas and the Black Messiah, Minari, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, Trial of Chicago 7. Sound of Metal, that's crazy that it got into original screenplay. I think Promising Young Woman could win this one just because it's such a clever premise and they're going to want to award that movie somehow and since a woman wrote it. But hmm. yeah, I don't know. You haven't seen that one. I haven't. You should. Everyone listen to our Promising Young Woman podcast. Okay, then Best Actor, Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins. Oh, actually, no, Sir Anthony Hopkins for The Father. Gary Oldman for Mank, and Steven Yeun for Minari. Crazy that Riz Ahmed and Steven Yeun got nominated because both their roles are kind of, just seem to be overlooked by other award shows, so that's really exciting. Who do you think could get that one? Oh, well, we know who's going to get that one. Yeah, I think Chadwick Boseman, and that's just because he passed away, I mean, untimely death. What was he, 40, 42, yeah. something, so young. Uh, but he was genuinely really really good and that movie was all about him you think it's about ma rainey but it's really his story and he was in just about every scene and and monologues and, were amazing yeah and he uh dominated every scene he, he just, did he was really really good yeah i think if chadwick wasn't here anthony hopkins would definitely win because that was the craziest performance ever but i think chadwick also deserves yeah, it and gary oldman he was as He's always so good. But and he won a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, he did. And, uh, but he was, he was another one who was in every scene just about. But still, probably Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, definitely. And did, did you know he was in The Five Bloods too? 
Yes, I did. And people thought that he was also going to get nominated for Best Supporting Actor. But I think Lakeith actually took that place instead of Chadwick, which I think is fair. I When people are double nominated, like ScarJo was last year, it's always, yeah. like, come on, I like, know. let's think of other people. Sure. Okay, Best Actress, Viola Davis, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which I still find weird because she wasn't the lead. She really wasn't. Like, that's just confusing to me. And then Andra Day for the United States versus Billie Holiday, which is kind of a shock, but she won the Golden Globes randomly. Mm. And then Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of a Woman, Frances McDormand, Nomadland, of course, and Carrie Mulligan, Promising Young Woman. All of those were kind of a lock, and who knows who's going to win that one. That's a lot of really good performances. Mm. And Viola Davis is actually now the most nominated black actress of all time. Yeah. Good for her. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. Best Director is crazy. Okay. David Fincher for Mank, Lee Isaac Chung for Minari, Chloe Zhao for Nomadland, Emerald Fennell for Promising Young Woman, and then Thomas Vinterberg for Another Round. Is that not crazy? Who is he? They snubbed Aaron Sorkin and Regina King and Spike Lee and all these people. For He's foreign, obviously, and that Another Round is... Have you heard of that movie? No. It's basically about like four... I think they're high school teachers and they're good friends and they kind of have a bet of who can drink the most and still... Oh, it's that movie. Yeah, still maintain their day-to-day lives. I mean, crazy that it got Best Director. I don't know how they were campaigning for that. To be Aaron Sorkin, that was... Trial of Chicago 7 is just the epitome of an Oscar movie. Sure. So for that not to be nominated for Best Director is kind of crazy. Yeah, and it does show the diversity. At least they're trying. Because in years past, they would have been... White man, white man, white man, white man. And, yeah, we have... And, and again, it, it, you got to give somebody else a chance. And that's what they're doing here. And yeah, we have mean two women. And that doesn't mean it's a lesser effort either. That's Because that's a, a, the bigger complaint. It's just as good, too. Yeah, I mean, two women is crazy. And then Lee Isaac Chung is Asian. And then Thomas Vinterberg is not from America. And it's just really exciting. And David Fincher, he's a master. I mean, he deserves it. And that Emerald Fennell, she's also an actress, right? She is. What, what is she in that we saw recently? She or? was in The Crown and she wrote Killing Eve. Oh, that's right. But then she also wrote and directed Promising Young Woman. And she has a cool like aesthetic to herself. So sure. Pretty she's talented, a cool person. Yeah. And yeah. cool name too. Yep. Cinematography. No, You won't know any of the names, but uh, Nomadland. It's going to be hard to beat that one because it was so, so well done. On the other hand, Mank. That was pretty good, too. That was. The black and white was pretty. Yeah. Yeah, cinematography was Judas and Black Messiah, Make, News of the World, Nomadland, Trial of Chicago 7. Trial of Chicago 7 was dull. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen News of the World. Did y'all see that? Yeah, we should. We should watch it. Yeah, we should definitely. And then Judas that's and Black the Messiah. That's the the volleyball Wilson is his friend? No, that's Castaway, sweetie. That oh. came out in like 1990 or oh, something. Oh, that's right. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Judas and the Black Messiah being nominated for all these little awards is just so shocking because no one really expected it to be nominated much. Also, I saw that Tenet got two nominations. I was going to say, Tenet's nowhere on here, are they? They got nominated for production design and, let's see... Sound or something? Mm, oh, visual effects. They did have good visual effects. They were good, Definitely. Yes. Very good. Okay, uh, let's say the last one we're going to talk about... Oh, there's two more. Original score, because I'm a big music person. The Five Bloods, Mank, Minari, News of the World, and Soul. Okay, Mank and Soul are both by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, so I'm sure they're going to win. But the Minari score was just something so special, and I listen to it basically every day, so I wish that could win. But I think that Emil Masari will have another chance because he's really good. One other category, costume design. You noticed Emma was on there, and you had an interesting point about Emma, right? What was my point about Emma? That... It was a year ago yesterday that you saw it at the movies, the last movie you saw. Yeah, that was basically right before the world fell apart. I remember my mom and I, we went to Emma 
And then we went to Urban Outfitters and I think we got lunch and it was all sort of normal. And then two days later, we got an email from Urban Outfitters that said we're closed. And then the movie theater shut down and the entire world shut down and man, COVID, it's crazy. But yeah, Emma had great costume design. What the heck is Pinocchio? I not know. Pinocchio? I guess we'll have to look into that one. Okay, and then last but not least, film editing. This one always kind of predicts who's going to win best picture, doesn't it? I think so. It's like a notorious one. So the nominees are The Father, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and Trial of the Chicago 7. Sound of Metal just keeps getting in there. And The Father, that's so crazy. The Father was well edited. I think Nomadland's going to win that for sure. And again, Chloe Zhao also edited the movie. She's just a master. Although we haven't seen it yet, and we should. The Sound of Metal. Think of um, Whiplash. Remember the editing on that? That was intense. Okay, fair. You know, that might be... I could see that with hardcore drumming, heavy metal drumming, and some sort of thing. So there's a reason it's on there. So we definitely have to see that. You're right. Yeah, let's watch that soon. And Sound of Metal is going to rack up all of the sound awards, don't you bet? You would think so, yeah. Well... I think that'll conclude it. We talked about most of the categories and the other ones we're just not very informed on, but we will try to be more educated soon and we will have our Oscar predictions maybe a few days leading up to the Academy Awards and this is an exciting time. The Oscars are far away, but at least we can talk about it finally. And yes, unlike other years, and because of COVID, there's a real good chance that more people have seen these nominated films than ever before because of all the streaming, um, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, you name it, uh, HBO Plus, all these different streaming platforms. And, And so in some ways, maybe the best movie will also, it's rare when the best movie is actually the most popular film. That hasn't happened since Titanic. And you look at the the nominees here and I don't know know if any of them are too popular, but at the same time, they're all, they all have an audience, you know, and and they all deserve to be seen. And, oh, good. And they're all very accessible, both in, yeah, streaming, like you can find these movies and just in subject matter, really. Of course, Nomadland and Promising Young Woman and some of those movies seem kind of daunting but once you get into it you're really into those movies so we recommend seeing all these nominees before the oscars and obviously we need to see sound of metal because that's a big one that's been awarded and yeah that concludes our oscar nominees reaction podcast uh this is a fun time and it's really fun when there's surprises and not as fun when there's snubs but there weren't too many snubs i'm sure there's some that we can't remember right now sure i'm sure they'll come out at some point they definitely will Well, we will see y'all Saturday for our next episode. Thanks for listening to this emergency Oscar nominations podcast. And special note too to Amanda Seyfried. Uh, (laughs) If you're listening, we apologize for butchering your name always. Uh, One of these days you'll have to be on our podcast, possibly after you accept your supporting actress uh, Oscar for Mank. Uh, you can come on here and, and we can finally settle that. How do you pronounce your last name? Thank I you. think Strange Love will be the first place she wants to be after I think so, she wins. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> Bye, guys.